Blog Talk Radio. There is no earthly way of knowing. <laughs> Good man, a lot of time. Which direction we are going? Narekil Camino. It would have been DWI. have reached a tipping point. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome once again to the tipping point. We have a couple of great guests tonight, Drew Blood and Tyson Dean will be joining us, but of course, what would it be without us? I'm Stephen Platinum and joining me as always is the venerable man manning the board, Larry Goodman. How you doing, Larry? I'm doing well. Mr. Platinum, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing really good. I'm excited about tonight's show. Um, you know, often we kind of uh, vary from different topics that are wrestling-related. I'm, You know what I'm excited about, Larry? I'm excited about most of the things, if not all of them, that we're going to talk about tonight are of local interest. Um, you went, you attended the AWE show, correct? Um, I did. I, I want to hear thing, about. I want to hear about your thoughts. Yeah, yeah, please. Yeah, but I want to uh, definitely delve into that uh, very shortly here. But one thing right at the top that I want to mention is to send out some get well uh, wishes to Brian Slack. Um, there would be no Georgia wrestling history. Uh, news board without Brian Slack. He's responsible for the great majority of the posts. And Brian is under the weather. Absolutely. And and if you're looking at the site and not seeing stuff going on on there, that's the reason why is that Brian is um, out of action. I do not know for how long, and I'm not privy to the details of what kind of medical issues he's having, but he is sidelined. So um, get well, Brian, and come back soon. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That does so, make me um, think, you know, when 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 you think of Brian though, before we talk about AWE, now, yeah. when you think about Brian, you think about those year-end awards and what a great job. Larry, can you believe we're it's October 2nd. It's October 2nd. We're 2 months away towards running toward the end of the year. It's an incredible thing and it's been an incredibly topsy-turvy year in Georgia wrestling, and I'm sure the AWE show sort of epitomized it. Now, that, that's what we call a segue. So tell us about the AWE show. So they, had, uh, they ran the Opera Nightclub Sunday night. Uh, their, I guess their main base of operations, although that's, they're going to be expanding to multiple venues here uh, coming up shortly. Um, and they had their usual Opera Nightclub crowd of around 100, 125 uh, by the you know when everybody kind of filtered in and it was the usual you know it was basically their regulars that uh, came. Th- it was a good show. I mean I really enjoyed the show. They're definitely getting tighter in their storylines and a little more economical in their time frames. Uh, this show was over in um, three hours and had eight matches booked, so it was a lot more um, reasonable than some of their old shows used to be. Um, among the um, high points. Uh, Sue Young made her return for the first time since the um, 
failed wedding scenario. And uh, basically, she was there to hype a match that's going to be taking place October 11th when AWE debuts in Norcross, Georgia, at the Monte Carlo Ballroom for a season ticket holders only show. Now, let me take a little sidetrack here. Uh, according to the, what they put on their site, they've sold only 14 season tickets. So someone asked, well, does that mean only 14 people are going to be allowed into this show? Well, no, they're going to allow the some other special code ticket sales to be done by the, I guess, the 14 ticket holders is the way I understand it. Uh, and it won't be a full-scale AWE show. Uh, and they've also, regarding the season ticket, just posted a new deal. Just twenty seven ninety five, Steve, for for nine months now. You can still get in on the season tickets for twenty seven ninety five for the next nine months. Wait, um, wait, wait. So it's twenty seven dollars and ninety five cents. You can get into month. nine months worth of show. Oh, per I'm sorry, per month. I, let me. Yes, thank you for catching me. Okay. Per month, if you still want to do the season tickets. Um, other high points on the show. Uh, William Huckabee and Calvin Tankman beat the hell out of each other. That was pretty entertaining. <laughs> uh, talk about a hoss fight. Chip Day is a, is a real dick these days. Um, he uh, got DQ'd against Eddie Kingston when he had two guys, Lamar Diggs and Tyler Cross, interfere, and then uh, leveled the referee and told uh, Kingston to suck his dick, and he then he walked out. Um Kingston's demanding a match that during which he has not ended uh, Day's career. Uh, Day then also interfered in the uh, hierarchies match against the Carnies, costing, causing the uh, Carnies to lose. And after the match, um, Nick Iggy turned on Kerry Awful. So we have a split among the um, mm. Carnies. Um Arya Blake won the women's match over Kylie Ray, Harlow O'Hara, and Zita Zhang. Harlow O'Hara has definitely gotten a lot better since her anarchy run, no doubt about it. And Kylie Ray um, got over like crazy with the um, she was really over with the um, with the fanatics, which was interesting to see. Um, in main event, Joe Black did pin Simon Gotch to retain the GWC. And uh, he got he beat him with a lariat of all things, with, with and Gotcha's feet were on the ropes at the time of the pin. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. gotcha. So uh, they come back to <laughs> Opera Nightclub next month. They on, on November 11th they go to Jonesboro on the 21st at a new venue there, and then they've got the aforementioned Norcross show on October the 11th. What is the status, if you know, of UIW slash AWE's relationship with them? So has AWE sort of taken over? What's the story there? So basically they have uh, absorbed, is the way they put it, and I think you know they've absorbed UIW and plan to run in West Georgia um, with a more family-friendly show than what they normally do under the AWE banner. And the UIW title has been absorbed into. I guess I'm. I, there, there's going to be a, um, a title unification match, but in the mean, but there's also now a Georgia Heritage title, which was one of the which was an old UIW title, which is now held gotcha. by Owen Knight. Hmm. 
Well, you said there was also, uh, and you know, I always love hearing this. There's some Ron Gossett news. I got to hear about the Ron Gossett news. So the, yeah. So Gossett uh, Universal Championship Wrestling ran two shows this past weekend at the Atlanta Motor Speedway, Saturday and Sunday afternoon shows. Um, I heard there be. They had you know, several hundred chairs set up at each show, and, and that was basically pretty full. Is what I was, that's what I heard about Saturday. I really did not hear about day. But one would assume with a fair show that it's a sold show to the fair, right? The, yeah, the, uh, absolutely, sure. Well, so the story coming out from two different sources is that Gossett paid the fair to be part of the fair. Now, mind you, he had Carlito on the show, Scott Steiner, Buff Bagwell, um, you know, some people who would need to get paid pretty, you know, pretty reasonable money. But that's yeah. the story, and I reached out to Gossett for, to try to get clarification, and I did not get a response from him if, if that was, in fact, the case, that, he, that UCW paid to be part of the fair. Wow, I you know that wouldn't surprise me. I could I could see um, if that was the case. His mentality um, of you know I want it I want it to look good. I want it to be full, and I want to sort of associate with people who are obviously that way. He could sort of claim a sponsorship by proxy. I, I do get the update. I mean, certainly PCW in the very early days, Larry, we did all kinds of shows. We, you know, we would be at this auto show or this thing way in the boonies or whatever. Now, granted, we were always asked to be there and they were always paid shows. Um, but I was very happy to have those associations and sort of network and make contacts, but to pay to do your wrestling show. I mean, you know, it, it doesn't, you know, once I found out how much, guys got paid at say scenic city which i just found staggering that they were paying the outside guys that much freaking money i can only imagine how much carlito costs you you know i i get like the mind boggles at what carlito probably gets away with charging so yeah i don't i don't know um again we'll see if if it pays off but it certainly seems like a pretty strange way to do business i'm going to also assume that they did not sell tickets that they just those you know hundreds of chairs were being filled by people who just happened to be there and oh. uh, so they could get some good shots or am i wrong about that no no you're right the the admission to the wrestling was free with fair admission so there were no there were no separate tickets sold for the wrestling um Oof. And Gossett, uh, UCW, has on the books at this point shows uh, at the Cobb County Civic Center on the 26th, oh Barnesville on the 27th, and then the Classic Center in Athens, which is a 600-plus seat venue, um, on November the 3rd. So he's got wow. he's got some definitely got some stuff coming, up. and he's got car, he's got Alberto Del Rio advertised for Barnesville oh, wow. and Marietta. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's going great guns here, going full force. I was going to say, swinging swinging for the fences. He's clearly pointed at the pointed over the fence, and he's going to swing for it. We'll see if it happens. Ooh, yeah, never boring, yeah. never boring. 
So between AWE, we've got stuff with Ronnie Gossett. My God, like lots of big stuff going on. And of course, this is a time of the year where a lot of big shows happen, right? And we're going to be talking to Drew Blood in just a moment. So um, what's what's going on with Drew Blood? Just so we can get a little background out of the way, what is he doing going into Crossroads? So he's in the tag title match with partner Brian Kane against Marcus Cross and Griff Garrison. Griff, Griff Garrison, uh, just now off of crutches, which became abundantly clear at the recent SS, SSCW show where they were uh, you know, kicking the crutch out from under Garrison and having a good old time when suddenly Garrison showed them that his leg was just fine. So that's, that's what he's got on his plate it's uh, at uh, Crossroads this Saturday in Monroe, and Crossroads is one of SFCW's bigger shows. And, yeah. um, you know, that's a promotion that continues to be on fire. The, the attendance was down at their last show, Steve. They only had 280. So, okay. um, yeah, 280. So, I mean, most, most promotions, I think, around the state would love to see that. Absolutely. Um, and we'll um, – I was also at Superstars last week, uh, the week before, I mean, and we'll talk with um, Tyson Dean worked that show, and we'll, we'll talk with him a little bit about that. Um, but I have one question for you before we bring Mr. Blood on. Um, yes. You know, I, there's not many people that in, in wrestling that, like, I would mark out to meet. And I realized when I was at that Superstar show, I had mm-hmm. a chance to meet Francine. And mm-hmm. definitely, I'm out to meet Francine. She's one. Of, she was one of those people for me. I, I wondered, but like for you, who would that? Who would might somebody for like that be for you at this point? Is there anybody? Great question, um, because you know nowadays wrestlers are so much more accessible than they used to be. And you know they do a convention in Florida. It's seemingly every other week, or you just have wrestlers of all kinds. I mean, there's one coming up where it's like. John Cena. I mean, it's literally the top stars in the game just show up at all these things. I don't know, I don't know how many times, you know, I, I was dying to meet Ric Flair forever, and now he's here in Florida like every other week at some convention. <laughs> um, so my my rough answer is very strange. Um, it's it's Ricky Choshu. Uh, like, he's a guy that I wow. always was desperate to meet, never got the chance. Um, but always, he was my far and away favorite uh, Japanese wrestler. Um, watched a lot of his stuff. And then once I found out, once I was a little more smart to the business, as it were, and I found out how influential he was and, you know, how great he was to work with, apparently. Like, whenever they had invasion angles, Ricky Choshu would book it right. You know, he would have the invading group come in and basically kick the crap out of him and the beloved group that he represented like he he just he understood wrestling he was way ahead of his time as far as booking especially in japan and he was just such a part of things i'm just a big huge fan of ricky choshu um another guy that i've become a huge fan of really because of his book is bret hart bret hart's one of those guys that i think you know like i was more of the generation before bret hart so a lot of the guys that I trained would cite Bret Hart as their favorite. And I never understood it. I was like, ah, he never seemed like, I mean, clearly a great star and a big deal, but like, he just didn't do it for me. But I got to say his wrestling book might be the best one out there. And uh, I would, I would be very happy to meet Bret Hart. I'd say Bret Hart, Ricky Choshu, 
And then, unfortunately, he, he's no longer alive, but Gary Hart is a guy that I just thought the world of. And, of course, his book um, is undoubtedly the best manager book out there, maybe the best wrestling book out there, period. So those are mine. Um, who, are, cool. who are yours, Larry? Some of yours besides uh, Fra- Francine, by the way, is awesome. And a little-known thing about Francine, when I initially opened the wrestling school in 2001 – she, I was going to bring her in to sort of be a coach for the, for the female trainees that signed up. But because of 9-11, she wasn't able to fly out. Because, um, like, every, we debuted right around 9-11. So it was just a chaotic thing, and she couldn't fly down, and she was very upset about it. So I always thought the world of Francine. Totally. You know, I was thinking about that the, after the other night, and I thought maybe of some of the um, younger generation Japanese guys, like Naito. I, that's somebody I'd be interested in, in meeting, um, or Okada. Mm-hmm. Um, of the, you know, like the American guys, it's hard for me to really come up with a lot that I really would feel that way. I'm sure I could, if I, if I dwelt on it some more, I dwelled on it some more, I could come up with some. But not off the top of my yeah, head. Yeah, like... It- the strange thing is, like, WWE guys, uh, I'm not really blown away. You know, as a kid, I remember finally getting to see Andre the Giant um, and just losing my mind. You know, like, here I am in Hawaii, and they had done some kind of – it was after one of the WrestleManias. And basically, they did a show in Hawaii because they were on their way to Japan. And so they just did this sort of throwaway show in Hawaii, but it was all of the top guys. And I, you know, I fought, I mean, we had terrible seats, of course, um, but I fought my way to the front because I just wanted to, I just wanted to touch Andre the Giant's hand because I'd always heard, you know, he has this enormous hand. And I just remember just being over the moon, you know, at getting to like, oh my God, Andre the Giant. That was just such a big deal for me. So, uh, absolutely. You know, um, I got some bad news here. Yeah. I think I fucked up on the time of this show. I don't know that we're still on the air. I'm really sorry, and I'm sorry to our guests. <laughs> I don't know. It's terrible. But I, I, I'm sorry if I started distracted, but I just realized as I'm watching the, the, the time count down on the episode. And I thought, well, why is this happening? We should be on for 90 minutes. We shouldn't be counting down. So um, I hope I can fix this. I don't know if I can fix this. If not, we'll just go on next week. It's fine. And um, that was a good conversation, oh, though. We should save it for the. <laughs> oh shit! What, what, what is the countdown saying? The show's going to start. Oh no! It says the show's over. Is what it says. <laughs> no, we we were definitely on the air. No, we, we were on the air. There was no doubt about that. Oh God, we were going to just end it at like seven fifteen or whatever. It's like yeah, oh, that's that's what, that's what it looks like happened. Is that it ended? Oh God. <laughs> oh well, that's showbiz. <laughs> oh Jesus. Uh. Oh well, Larry. Hey, don't beat yourself up about it. Yeah, 
contact Drew and the Tyson Well, you know, it's, we'll... it, now it's, it says we're still going, so I, I can't tell. I can't tell. It says it, the episode's not ended, but it's also not showing any time running. So, um, hmm. 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 Uh, Drew Blood, are you there? Hello? That's not him. Can you not hear me? Drew Blood, are you there? I am here, Mr. Goodman. You probably there heard what is. I just said then. We got technical difficulties here. Yeah, I heard. Due to my screw-up. I'm really sorry. I'm going to see if I no, can um, reboot this, and I will call you back in a couple minutes if I'm able to reboot this, and we'll just roll from there, okay? Sounds good. Because otherwise I'm afraid that nothing we say is going to get recorded. If I, I'll see if I can re- redo this, okay? All right. Thanks, Drew. Thanks. I'm sorry, Steve. I'll call you in a minute fine. once I see if I can okay. re- redo this. All right, no problem. Okay. Okay. All right. Talk to you in a minute. Bye. Okay. All right.